today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, let's uh, let's bring Eric Thomas in and just start racing. Let's start talking racing. Let's do anything but talk COVID. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, F1 uh, race car driver, scored his 92nd Formula One win. That is history making. Let's bring in Eric Thomas, Raceline Radio Network. You can hear every Sunday right here on CHML, and he is with us now. Eric, thank you for the time. I hope you're well. Good, we're good, Scooter. Good to good, good to talk to you, and uh, good to hear the home show still on the air. If you guys uh, come up with a uh, a firm uh, admission price for your home show, I mean, <laughs> are you kidding, pal? You people in there is the, is, the, is the beer garden run out of beer yet, or no? <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? You know, <laughs> we could good. take this to a whole different level, couldn't and the we? Whole we place reeks of beer nuts. You know, <laughs> that's one of, exactly one of those what trade it is. shows, right? <laughs> I'm just sitting here in my underwear doing the show, you know. That a boy. I don't even have a shirt on. All right. Who cares about dress code? Let's let's move on. Who cares about dress code and radio anyway? That's it. That's it. We're good. Uh, How big a deal? How big a deal is this? Uh, uh, Obviously, Michael Schumacher held the record up until now. Uh, You know, obviously, this team is a, a incredibly superior team right now. Does it matter who is behind the wheel of these cars or this team's cars at this point? Oh, it does. Uh, I think you know, and it's the it's the argument that that always seems to surface whenever you're talking Formula One. You don't you don't get that when you and I talk NASCAR. You don't get that when you talk, you know, IndyCar or drag racing. But it always seems to surface is that, you know, because cars tend to be and teams tend to be so dominant for long periods of time. How much of the success is the driver? How much of the success is because he has the best car out there or the second best? car out there it's a perfect combination of an of an extremely level-headed uh once he's behind the wheel non-emotional driver in lewis hamilton with an extremely good race car but also too key to this is the fact from toto wolf the team principal down to uh, to bono the engineers and everybody involved in that team that they're all working in such perfect sync and in perfect harmony that lewis hamilton now has the all-time formula one win record at 92 he set sail now and of course this was sort of fait accompli you know several months ago that he will now win uh his uh, another championship uh, make it number seven that will tie him with schumacher in that category and he'll drive next year and he'll get another one and and that will break that tie i think at that time because he never will question always also comes up in the argument is whether or not you consider lewis Hamilton to be the the greatest driver of all time, and Rick Zamperin has done a a, a very nice piece on that, on, on an opinion yeah. piece on on whether or not that is that is the case. You can certainly make cases for him, cases against him. There aren't many that can come up with concrete reasons why you wouldn't think that. But I, in in my mind, once he breaks Schumacher's championship record and gets his eighth and breaks that thing at seven, then I don't think you can really realistically not call Lewis Hamilton the greatest Formula One driver of all time. And it's a long, protracted answer. But the other part of it is is that you get arguments from some of the old guard guys like Jackie Stewart, Sir Jackie Stewart, and a few others who remember the, you know, the good old days. And the modern era of F1 goes back to 1950, 5-0. But can you really compare drivers like, like Fangio and, and Nuvolari and guys even before that you know, uh, with the drivers that we have now, considering back in those days, Scooter, they only race like nine or ten times a year. Now they're racing at least double that amount. And the car is certainly a lot different, and the, and the speeds are certainly a lot greater. So you've got to be careful when you compare drivers era to era. But in terms of where we're at with Lewis, 
Uh, he's already got that win record now. He broke that record. Once he brings the championship record uh, home to himself, I don't think many people out there with half a, a lick of sense can cannot consider Lewis Hamilton to be the greatest F1 driver of all time. So who's going to break the Mercedes juggernaut here? Because like, we remember when they pulled out of racing, they didn't get you know they got back in not too long ago. Now obviously uh, the team to be uh, you know uh, yep. the, the team that, that that everybody is is holding into the spotlight. How long can they hang on to this? Who's well, who's going to yeah, take I, them out? Th- yeah, it's it's a good it's a good statement, and it always comes up too because now Liberty Media, the people who own Formula One, are are going to be bringing in new engine formulae, maybe even a synthetic uh, fuel uh, situation. Also, too, looming on the horizon, although you and I will be far planted in the ground by the time you see all electric advances on a racetrack, but it is definitely heading in in that direction. What they're trying to do with the rules and the, and the engine uh, formula and what they're, what, what they're going to put down in terms of rules is to try and gap that schism between a top team like Mercedes and a second-ranked team like a Red Bull. We thought Ferrari may get up there. And, and for the longest time, Ferrari was right up yeah. there trying to keep you know, Mercedes honest, but they've really had a terrible year this year and have really fallen from grace. Red Bull has an opportunity to jump up in there, but they're so inconsistent. That's one of the reasons why Mercedes and Lewis has racked up what they've racked up is because they're amazingly consistent GP to GP, Grand Prix to Grand Prix, season to season, where Red Bull, with, especially with Max Verstappen, will poke his nose in there and grab when you go, oh, wow, here they come, and then they'll stink the joint out for about two or three races. So they've got to get more consistent. Right now, as we're sitting, there isn't anybody there. I mean, they're, they're going to win, I think, their six or seventh constructors title in a row there isn't anybody on this grid Hmm. that can unseat mercedes i mean they're just head hands and feet and the other foot ahead of everybody else and and uh, you know maybe it, it maybe it takes a a rules package to try and fix that but they they've got the team they've got the backing they've got the budget to put those two cars he and botas on that track and no one can catch those guys i know it's dull too but that's the other side of the argument if you've got one team that dominates like mercedes has for the last long while in formula 1 you know, you watch the race, you watch the start, yeah. you go into the first turn, all Lewis is leading. You can more or less shut it off, go cut the grass, come back, and you haven't missed anything. <laughs> you know, because, you know, because those yep. races have become, and, you yeah. know, and we laugh about it because it seems so silly, but it's true. And, and to make the show better, and, and not to say that their, their fan base is eroding worldwide, but the fact remains... You know, if it's so predictable, you are going to lose some fans, and they need to fix that, and they will eventually. But it's amazing to watch what Lewis Hamilton has been able to do with that team. The Netflix, uh, the Netflix series is great. I find it more. If you don't know much about F1, it is. I, I it, watched a little bit of it. And you don't it's like kind it? Of like old school for me, but yeah, I hear you. You know, you know what I mean, though, because I mean, yep, it's, yep. it's twenty. It's twenty-two because I know, I know uh, friends of mine who are in the hockey. Uh, and in Toronto media, and really had no interest in F1. They caught it, and they're so intrigued. I said, "Well, where the hell? What's kept you?" Yeah, you know, other yeah, than the fa- I hear you. you. Know, I, no, it just follows these- some of the storylines, and which, which is cool, right? Oh, I yeah. know, but it, it, oh, some of the storylines are great, and you get to hear, you know, team o- owners and team principals and general managers swearing on the telephone to the sponsor and why they didn't win, and it's cool, and it's great, and it's behind the scenes stuff, and especially if you're a neophyte to F1, it, it is kind of neat to see that these guys do superhuman things, but they're also human beings too, right? Yeah. They go out and have pizza and wings and beer and everything else like that. They just seem Because be they're race drivers. They're motorheads in the end. Hey, you well, know what? Exactly. We didn't even get a chance to talk about dirt racing and NASCAR, but we'll do that next time. Uh, yeah, Eric got, Thomas. We have, we have to do that, yeah, for sure. Eric Thomas, Raceline Radio Network. Make sure you're watch, or listening every Sunday night <laughs> at 900 CHML. Thank you, Eric. Be well.
Always enjoyed, Scooter. You too, bud. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.